Welcome to Dialogue Out Loud. I'm Taylor Petrie, editor of Dialogue, a Journal of Mormon Thought. This is our third year bringing you audio stories and personal voices from the pages of our quarterly journal. And this year, we're excited to showcase new pieces from writers such as Katie Ledlow Rich, Megan Armconnect, Taisha Osler, and more. We couldn't do it without support from our listeners and subscribers. So we just want to say thank you. If you'd like to hear more great audio content like this, go to dialoguejournal.com slash podcasts. Enjoy. In Praise of Belly Buttons, Four Meditations by Megan Armconnect. One. My belly is expanding. It is not as much as I had expected. Nothing like the maternity models who I suspect might not even be pregnant, who now populate my computer screen's pop-up ads. Nonetheless, it expands, inch by inch, week by week, straining veins and skin with my belly buttons starting to tighten and protrude outwards. Belly button is such a funny word. I suppose navel is more sophisticated with all its connotations of centering, of the middle, with its cognates in French and German. But I prefer belly button, for a navel is still a navel, and even if navel orange sounds more marketable than belly button orange, the knob at the top still reminds you of an umbilicus. Not because oranges are the center of the marketplace, let alone the world, but simply because it looks like a belly button. I suppose I love the term belly button because it's such an apt description. It does look something like a button, albeit one more oval than circular, with rays protruding from its hollowed center, a mundane cavity, or, for some of us, a knob, in the middle of our abdomens, a physical reminder of the nine-month lifeline between mothers and children, a remnant of the womb which incubated us, giving oxygen, blood, and energy. And every day my belly button tightens, stretching with my stomach, its eloquent silence a sermon on the miracle of life, the mystery of love. Two. Toddlers are fairly obsessed with their belly buttons. They are such abnormal, oblong things, after all. It is not uncommon to see a gaggle of three-year-olds congregated, giggling and pulling their shirts above their midriffs, poking and jabbing at theirs and others' belly buttons. Belly buttons are funny. Belly buttons are fascinating. Why hide them when you can show them off? Unafraid of their bodies, they gleefully, proudly point to their female sign, a key to a home unremembered. Three. I look for signs of her presence in the grand and the mundane, from constellations to belly buttons. I search for her, like the hatchling bird in P.D. Eastman's Are You My Mother? A book that, as a three-year-old, I adored and had memorized before I could officially read, turning the pages as I read to my younger sister. I will find her. I will. And you're not my mother. You are a snort. 
Heavenly Mother certainly is not an exhaust-exhuming excavator and is, I believe, more likely to be found in kittens or hens or hatchlings than in modern machinery. But even then, I search all the same, believing that her divine patterns can be found anywhere, on anything, on anybody, including and perhaps especially myself. I wonder if there is a distinct mark on my spirit, like the dent left by the umbilical cord, somewhere in my mind, in my soul, in my body, If I delve far enough inside myself, will I uncover the hidden mysteries of her spiritual, mitochondrial DNA? Or maybe that spiritual umbilical cord has never left. Unlike the worried mama bird of Are You My Mother, she has not left to go find food. For she is life. She is nourishment. She is energy. Four, in the temple, I wait, hoping to one day part the veil and see her face. I imagine her, standing at the veil, waiting for me, waiting for us to find her, to see her signs in the seasons, in children, in her son, in ourselves, and to point out those signs joyfully, unashamed of her, unashamed of the mystery and miracle of her love. PhD candidate in history at Princeton University, where she studies and writes about the intersections of gender, the household economy, and U.S. foreign relations in the 19th century. This piece was read by Abby Gaston, and a printed version can be found in the spring issue of Dialogue Journal. Music and editing by Daniel Foster Smith. Our executive producer is Taylor Petrie. Emily Jensen is our content manager and Adam McLean does our social media. Dialogue Out Loud is produced by the Dialogue Foundation, a registered 501c3 with support from Mary Thieves and Salton Studios. To find more great audio content like this, go to dialoguejournal.com. And while you're there, consider donating. Thank you. Beyond the Block, part of the Dialogue Podcast Network, is a weekly Come Follow Me podcast that centers the marginalized in Mormonism. Join Brother Jones and Brother Knox, a Black Lifelong member and a queer convert theologian, respectively, as they read the scriptures through the lenses of their identities and others in an effort to bring the culture of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints closer and more in line with its theology, which centers Christ's justice and compassion. New episodes every Monday. Dialogue Podcast Network.